Are we recording? Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me today is TJ. Oh, hello. And Bill. Hello. You always introduce Bill first, so I was. Um, you were caught off guard. Hello. Hi, Bill. Hi. Um, if you didn't know, this is a podcast where uh, some friends get together and talk all things Invincible, a comic book written by Robert Kirkman. Um, we usually go over new issues or talk about past issues with. Uh, some uh, some readers who have never read Invincible before, or um, some tie-in comics that tie into the Invincible universe and such. But today we're just going to be going over some stuff, some updates uh, with uh, the release schedule, and just some general chat. Um, when is the next issue, TJ? Is it November sixteenth? November sixteenth. So the what did you say? We said uh, it was like it was. October, beginning of October, then it was the end of October, then it was beginning of November 2nd, I yeah. think, and then it was November 16th. So when was the last issue that came out? It was like, I'll August? say, first of all, I have not been here since Otley's interview. That's so it's right. been a long time for well, me. So we're, oh, no, no you guys did Brett. Well, yeah. that's... Are you guys going to jinx? Are you even going to no, try to jinx? Let it, because that was... let it hang there. No, Bill, we're grown. We're grown. <laughs> In podcast world, it doesn't seem like it's that long, but for us, like, it's... Well, because I, uh, me and you recorded the Brit episode mm-hmm. shortly after the Ryan Otley episode, and then I recorded the New Reader with the Girls for Volume 5 shortly after that episode, so I haven't right. recorded it at all the point, in over a month. The point being, I don't think we've done a new issue episode since the Otley interview, August. which means that it's been a fucking long time since we've had a new issue of Invisible. Yep, yep. so, which is fine, it's one of those things where... We don't know the reason. We don't know what. Who knows the reason why it's it's taken so long? My question, I mean, you, you can't rush art, right? Mm-hmm. No, no one knows. Kirkman has probably got his hands in so many other things. It could be the right. It could be the script. And that's what's the uh, Miyamoto time. quote? That's like you've heard it's it a lot, TJ. It's the because fact we that we know that that um, Otley was on like thirty eight when we uh, what was it two uh, one thirty eight when we when we were interviewing him. August was the last. one. So it can't be the script. Because well, Otley's got the script from, you know, up until... Probably yeah, well, we end. know we know for a fact, Ryan, hello, that maybe <laughs> you still listen or are, are listening. So, I mean, if you have any insight, or if anyone has any insight as to what postpones comics like this... This like, is something is we it, actually wanted to bring up in the interview with, with Otley, is, uh, yeah. you know, the fact that everybody always blames the artist. They always think it's the artist. So, mm-hmm. um, what I else mean, do it, you think that it could, that be, it could, could be? It be? Could it be... Publishing, like, could it be colorist? Colorist, could it be Inker. like manufacturing? Could it be the factory got lit on fire, you know, and fucking something crazy? It's just who knows? Yeah. Like, uh, we don't know. We and don't it's know. odd because, like, in the video game industry or movie industry, there's you know what the problem is. You usually know, and they usually announce the delays or things like that. This is just kind of like, oh, if you happen to check the release schedule, it's just not there anymore, and it's just pushed, yeah. which. Again, like you said, you can't rush art, and it's just one of those things where, right. you know, a uh, if it's rushed and it looks bad, it's bad forever. But if it's 
good and it takes a little bit longer, then it's worth the wait. Then we so. have a little bit longer, a little bit more of Invincible in yeah. our lives. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, Invincible isn't ending, isn't going to end even in 2017. I'm still mad about which it. Is I'm still, I'm still steamed about, about fucking it, Invincible. It like, dude, no, no. Like the fact that it's delayed so yeah, much. It you know stinks. what I mean? I, I think that it, it impacts us more because we do this podcast than the average person, but it is we weird. Like somebody said the other day, like because we do this podcast. Yeah, and somebody said the other day, I think there was four issues released in 2016. Or something That's like that. fucking <laughs> maddening, but I believe four or it. Five. It was our good buddy Mike Barrett who said that. Did you say that? Yeah. yeah. When we uh, we got to have uh, a little little dinner date with Sorry, him. Sorry, he was I in, in town, but but Bill said, "Fuck You're Mike, Barrett. Care of your, Mike Barrett." Mike Barrett. Uh, no, your actually, my daughter. Wound. <laughs> My daughter slammed her forehead, my beautiful year-and-a-half daughter, off of our outside gate and now has literally a Harry Potter scar on her forehead. Not kidding. It's, it's like... Well, we know it's, who she's going to be for Halloween. Yeah. Not Harry Potter. Someone much cooler <laughs> and hipper. Um, but other than the, uh, the um, delays and whatnot, uh, other news pertaining to Invincible and Skybound and such, uh, the only th- other things that I found were... Um, the Skybound North opening up in, I believe it's Vancouver. Um, uh, so Skybound opened up another studio. This is not little news, by the way. This is well, this is potentially well, it's a big... not invincible. Technically, it's not invincible I agree. related. I agree with you. It could you. be Saga. It could be any number of different kind yes. of in, in, yeah, image. But, it was just but cool. the fact that Robert Kirkman is directly involved makes uh, me think it's a Robert Kirkman. Do you have a yes, quote? Yes, it's Robert Kirkman and two other people. Do you have a quote? So, Ryan? well, not only did they open the studio, but then shortly after that, they announced that Thunderbird Entertainment is going to be partnering with them. And um, here's, the, uh, here's the first uh, paragraph of that news report. Um, it was on October 19th. Thunderbird Entertainment is proud to announce a new partnership with Skybound North, a division of Skybound Entertainment. The agreement between the companies gives Thunderbird an exclusive first look at all animated and non-animated properties being developed for television by Skybound North in Canada. So we knew that Skybound North was going to be a, like, was it like a television or movie or something Mm -hmm. studio? Um, Wasn't the head of... Uh, Skybound North was a a former head or something of Lucasfilm Animation or something. Um, So what did he do? Do we know? Did he do like the Clone Wars or something like that? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look that into you know what the uh, what the you know what they have done at uh, Lucasfilm Animation, but it's still cool. I mean, that's just another piece of the puzzle that could eventually lead to something, or it could lead to nothing. I mean, either way, it's something. We're gonna get something animated or something on TV, but it might not be invincible. Going back to to episode two of the podcast, though, when you and I did the whole. Um, movie, or movie, how movie, TV show, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. We had pretty much read verbatim the thing, the deal that they had with was it Paramount? Yeah, that's that's over. Though, and that I was a now. first look deal. Yes, yes. And, and this is this, this sounds is like, like exactly what that is. Exactly. Nothing happened with that, and that was like <coughs> fucking four years ago or something. Exactly. Like that. But it could, and it could be one of those things where it's just companies that have to make things public, so right. nothing, maybe nothing will come of this. But there was actually a studio. Made for it, so I mean, this has a little bit more. And a guy hired from an animation department to run, and now another animation right. team coming on to partner with them. So I don't know. We'll see. But it could be anything. It's mm-hmm. Skybound. It's mm-hmm. not just. It's like you were saying, TJ. It's not. It, it, it might yeah, not be invincible. It could be. Someone is involved. That's what makes me think it's got to be something. I, yeah. But I. I mean. But there's also the fact that I mean, unless they were working on stuff back at their you know other studio. 
this just happened. Mm-hmm. These things take, you know, years right. sometimes. That, so it, it, this could be a long thing in the works. And if it would take years, why would it be Invincible? Invincible is ending next year. So yeah. And specifically, this said animation, right? Like an, it said no. It said animation, animation and non animated oh, okay. and non animated. Okay. But they said animated first, which mm. is interesting. But so yeah. So that was one thing. Um, another thing uh, pertaining to Invincible. Get your hand out of the the candy jar. Come on, can I can you hear, hear that. It really well. Oh yeah, I can hear it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, another thing that was announced um, that I don't think we talked about was Invincible is going to be making an appearance in Shutter. Now, uh, Shudder is another image comic. It's going to be um, Shudder 25, released on December 28th. And it is... I'm just going to read this. This is a special 25th anniversary brunch-related crossover event. A story 25 issues in the making. Um, and then it talks about how she come, uh, the main character comes, uh, faces the end of the universe. Uh, an explanation for all existence that threatens to wipe out everything that was ever that ever was, and only Kate can stop it. Um, plus, there's a brunch 25 years in the making. Kick off 20, 2017's Image Comics 25th anniversary. So 2017 is Image Comics 25th anniversary, which is kind of cool. Um, and uh, including, but not limited to, Savage Dragon, uh, Witchblade Glory, and Shadowhawk unite with Invincible and the cast of Shudder uh, for what may prove to be the most delicious crossover event of all time. Uh, so that's kind of cool. No, the uh, I actually read the first uh, trade paperback of Shudder. It was interesting. It was kind of cool. What's it about? Uh, well, like, was meowing. <laughs> What's what is it? My cat Oliver. It's um, my other cat. It's a uh, Oliver. Oliver. Grayson. Grayson. Oliver and Grayson. We've talked about that Invincible before. fan right here for uh, your pleasure. Shudder is about a. Girl, it's kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of story uh, mixed with like a world in which it's kind of like picture Zootopia. All the there's like animals that talk and walk around, and it's just normal. It's just a, a world where like her like partner is one of those cat clocks, the black cat clocks, huh. and it's animated. It's like alive. So there's it's just a really bizarre. It looks like it's like you're on drugs. It's a really weird, hmm. you know tripped out kind of story. Um, really interesting though. I dug it. So we have an uh, email here uh, from Kevin. Uh, he wrote in and said, Hello Invincible Podcast. I recently discovered your podcast two days ago and I was overjoyed to find other Invincible comic fans. I can talk to my friends about Marvel and DC but never Invincible. They never heard of it. Crazy, huh? Still, I'm a fan of it all. I, like many readers, was initially super sad to hear the news that Invincible was coming to an end. The comic had always been my awesome breather from Marvel and DC's status quo. The writing and art is always spectacular, and you never know what's coming next. I hope you guys continue the podcast even after the comic ends. It would be so glad to hear you guys talk about other Kirkman and Skybound books like Brit, Tech Jacket, Guardians of the Globe, Invincible Universe, Capes, Science Dog, Super Dinosaur, and Wolfman. Nice. I remember loving Wolfman, but had to stop due to budget reasons. Anyway, here's my question. If you could bring back any character from the dead for the remaining issues, who would you pick? My pick would be Shapesmith. Love everything about that character. Keep up the great work. And that was Kevin. Thanks, Kevin, for the email. Um, Mine, I've been very vocal about, which is obviously Rex. Rex? You would do, you would say Rex over Angstrom? Mm. Oh, here's the thing. Yes, I would say Rex over Angstrom, but Angstrom coming back makes more sense to me. And we did kind of get 
like uh, Rex did kind of come back for reboot a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be cool if Angstrom came back. I'd take either one of them. Mm. Ryan? Uh, I don't know. That is tough. I feel like Conquest is an easy answer, but I feel like I'm satisfied with how Conquest ended. And that yeah, that conclusion. was brutal. Do you remember how that ended? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was nuts. Um, I don't know. For the end, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it still hasn't sunk in that Cecil is dead. Um, and I feel like with what's coming up with everything that's going on with Robot and um, the state of the world with all the fighting and everything like that, uh, I'd be curious to see what Cecil thinks, and especially to know what Cecil thinks of what Robot's doing, um, because Robot is kind of doing that thing that Cecil had always done, where it's, you know, do kind of a small bad thing to do a, to, to you know, to make a big difference, to change things for the better, even though you might be doing something kind of borderline. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, so maybe Cecil. Um, Shapesmith is a good answer, because I loved Shapesmith, and it sucked that he didn't even get a a funeral that, or nothing. He got no recognition after he died, whereas a lot of the other heroes did. I, I forgot about how cool and how funny he was, like, mm-hmm. after listening to the like the new reader episodes with you, Liz and Britt, mm-hmm. and then kind of reading it over Liz's shoulder. I was like, oh, yeah, he was a really funny customer, like, when he got the costume. Yep, yep. And, like, that whole thing. Um, I think my answer is pretty obvious. Yep, Battle I think Beast. It's, it's... I don't know. Is it Battle Beast or Dinosaurs? It's, fucking, it's either one of those things. <laughs> it's, it's either one of them, too. So think of, like, the state of what's happening in the comic. Who would make a bigger impact on the story? Well, I, I think that something with Battle Beast's race is going to come up anyways. I think I want that to happen. That's the one thing they that I They said the really one leader to, like, said there is another. You know yes, what I mean? exactly. So, but that was before the announcement. That was before Reboot. So, you know, um, you think that's just going to be a loose thread that this just, is something I think just we, blows away and goes no, nowhere? No, I don't. But I don't. But I'm saying I hope that's not the case. I don't think that's mm-hmm. the case. And I, I mean... It could always be something like... And I don't know if I would like this or not. But it could always be something like there's... A crazy battle going on, and then someone that looks similar to Battle Beast, maybe like a female just like Battle Beast, just shows and, up and, and starts kicking ass. I wouldn't want and that. And then though. they just disappear. They need, like maybe they a need son, a story maybe line. like a son or a, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, or dinosaurs. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Battle um, Beast. Battle Beast is just so fresh though that you know what I mean. I feel like, but because so many people have died, and like who else has died? So Rex, There's Cecil, uh, Conquest, all the villains, pretty much. Angstrom, yeah. Angstrom. Um, Russ Livingston, the sequids. Oh, yeah. 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 So. The technicians, they're all gone. Mm. So, I don't know. I just I just want to see more Battle Beasts. Yeah. That would be my answer. Mm-hmm. TJ, did you have a message? Yeah, I had a, uh, someone message us on Facebook. Oh, Mark yeah. Did. And remember, we're on Facebook. You can message us there. You can find us there. You can um, find us on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to email us like Kevin did, our email address is... The Invincible Podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> yeah. So Mark says, Hey Invincible Podcast, I've been di- I've recently discovered your podcast and have been trying to catch up on all of them. First I would like to say it has been so great to hear from others how they feel how they felt about the recent news. A few um, I'm assuming is in regards to the end of Invincible. A few of my friends are into comics but have not fallen for Invincible the way that I had, and it seems you guys did. Repredictions for issue 131. I felt that the intro to Thrag's two favorites seemed to telegraph what is likely happen, what is likely to happen when they meet Mark. They are going to fight Mark, 
get the upper hand, and then Anan is going to do or try to do something sadistic, sadistic to Mark, such as injure or kill Eve or Tara. Ursul would then stop him and either intentionally or non-intentionally, non-intentionally, allow Mark to escape slash win the fight. What do you guys think of that idea? Great interview with Ryan Otley. By the way, keep up the good the good work. Love Mark. Keep um, love. The love Mark. Yes. I am HO, <laughs> the best name for a superhero because his name is Mark. P.S. Ryan was right. Don't give up on weeklies yet. I am sus- I am subscribed to Greg Ruka's Lazarus. I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Peace. Where else have we heard that from? Lazarus. Uh, another uh, email, and I don't remember their name, wrote in to one of our, you know, our last talks and in the email said, hey, check out Lazarus. And I read the first graphic novel of that, too. What? Do, do we want to respond to this gentleman's yeah, so let's uh, get to that first. email first, and then we'll talk about maybe um, Lazarus? Yeah, thanks for the email, and I absolutely 100% agree, as I'm sure you've heard if you're catching up um, and you got to our latest issue discussion. I, I completely agree. I think that Anand is going to show up um, with Ursul, and Anand's going to freak out and try and do something crazy like we've already seen with him ripping out the, those aliens in half. And Mark is, in, Mark is going to snap. I think Anand and Ursul are going to completely underestimate Mark and Eve's power, and um, especially threatening their daughter. Um, Mark's going to put a stop to him. Ursul might panic and, you know, maybe, like I've said, maybe Mark shuts down Anand, whether he kills him or not, but Ursul's going to be like, oh, whoa, you know, take a step back, and maybe she's the one that goes to give Thrag the news. But either way, that's going to put Mark in the fight. Um, yeah, yeah we, we talked about that a lot, a lot too, with... Uh the whole Anand Ursul dynamic mm-hmm. with what he's going to do and then what potentially she's going to do. I think that's kind of a cool idea, though, with her maybe intentionally letting Mark go. Maybe she sees the honor in what he does and, like, how he's maybe a more powerful Vultramite. Or... I see. I, I predict it being more of a, like, oh, shit, he just he just fucked up my brother. Um, yeah, I'm out of here. And just kind of, like, right. backing off and Mark not chasing her down. Because she's smart, right? Yeah. She's not going uh, to pick a fight I don't think that I think that her loyalty to Thrag... No matter what Anand does, she's not gonna. I don't think that she's gonna let Mark get away. She's gonna do what needs to get done because she wants the approval of Thrag. But I think that everything else that you know, um, Mark, who um, messaged us, said is going to be is going to be exactly as he said it. It's it's going to be you know Anand goes too far, and she tries to stop him, and Mark, you know, somehow gets shit. away or she gets away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he brought up other comics. And so that's kind of a, se- uh, a section we wanted to dive into a little bit. Um, we've been trying to read other stuff, and I wanted to talk more about other comics because that seems to be a common theme on our show here where people write in and say um, one try of two this. things. Either try this and try this and try this, or they'll say, I'm done reading after Invincible's done. Right. So that's like, there you go. We have so people we should- saying, hey... Don't be done. Read this. So we're going to try and help out everybody and, you know, give some suggestions and talk a little bit about what we've been reading. Um, yeah, because I'm in a position where, like, once Invincible is done, I don't have the time and energy to go into Batman or... Because didn't it just get fucking rebooted again? Yeah, here's like, the thing with, with uh, Invincible, too, and just comics in general. Is I've I brought, actually brought up a list. I don't have it with me, but I brought up a list of, like, all the top... Um, selling comic books 
Um, and Invincible is way, way down there, and that could be one reason why they decided to to, to cut it. Um, oh yeah, we've. I mean, I've I've looked online before, and I've talked to people on Reddit, and I mean, the sales aren't crazy. I mean, they're not it's bad, just, but they're surprising just not. With it's, it being it's like Flint, Flintstone sells way more than Invincible. Flintstones, Flintstones yeah. But Flintstones is a, is a household name. Everybody knows that's Flintstones. That's the thing. But still, and, it's and Flintstones. Even, you know even, what I mean? Like, even Otley talked about it when he jumped into Invincible. He was talking about how, like, he didn't want to read a, a indie superhero book. Nobody likes that stuff. Yeah. You know, people don't give him the shot. But And, like, we've seen with, like, um, uh, I think it was Kevin that wrote, wrote this email and said, like, you know, so his friends don't read it. And he is passionate about it. It's like people have to give it a shot, and that's what we're finding with the new readers. I mean, you have to, like, give it a shot, and you'll learn to love it, because it's not just another uh-huh. comic. But the one thing that I learned from that list is that I understand why they keep rebooting, because issue number one sell like crazy. Number one on the list was Harley Quinn, number one. Number two was Batman, number one. Number three was, you know, uh, Detective Comics Rebirth, number one. Or, yeah, like, whatever, Harley Quinn, whatever Harley it was, Quinn, you know? like, Suicide Squad. Everyone's going to be fucking all over Harley Quinn. Well, that too, but, yeah, is but it it's, also... it's issue number one. So people see it as a... Flintstones sold more than Invincible? Way more, yeah. That's mind-bottling. Mind-bottling? <laughs> yeah. Like, it puts your mind in a bottle? Yeah, kind of like when your mind gets all trapped like it's in a bottle? I don't think that's a thing. That's a quote. From an underrated movie, Blades of Glory. Okay, it's Blades of Glory. I've seen it. Will Ferrell and John Hater. 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 Norman or uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite Dynamite. guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, John Hater. Yes. Anyways, like we were talking about other comics. TJ, do you want to bring up something? I thought that's what you were gonna about to do. Well, I mean, uh, the one comic that. We asked Atley, you know, what do you, what we, what should we be reading? The first thing he said was Saga. Oh and yeah. You and I started reading that, and I'm pretty far into that. And I have. I didn't tell you. Up. I have um, book one. It should be here in it? a couple of days. Oh no no no! I, okay. I, I ordered it. Um, I had read uh, the first trade and was like, okay, I'm getting the hardcovers. So yeah. I ordered the first hardcover, and it should be here it's any day now. So good so far. It, it's the, awesome. the story is amazing. Give us give us a synopsis because I'm assuming <sighs> this. So this is the one that's like because I I order all my comics online, and that picture right there is like the Image comic. Yeah, the cover of issue yeah. one of, of Image. Um, the Image app. That's the yeah, first it's the that Image app. That's the first thing that pops up it. is that, and I didn't know what it was. It was just some demon thing with her tit out, and she was feeding the baby. Yeah, that's so the it's, issue. That's the picture of hardcover number one. So it's um, I don't want to say too much about it. It's basically very, there are two it's, ra- it's, there are two races um, that are kind of against each other. They're mm-hmm. from uh, the guy with the horns is from um, one moon, and then the one the woman with the Romeo wings and Juliet, is from another one. Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Yeah, basically they're they're not supposed oh. to be together. Because they're from different... And I don't want to say this, but I love... Opposing, opposing. And they have a child together, obviously. And I don't want to say this... And it's about that, like, on the run. the perspective of it and the way... Perspective. Yeah, the way the actual story is told is amazing. It's really good. So I'll... I'll, Is it from the perspective of the baby? Yes. And that's an issue one, so that's not too big of a deal, but that's an awesome... Do you want to know why I I guess that? Because I'm reading Spread. What is Spread? Spread is another... It's kind of like the thing. It's an apocalyptic... Like story that is very much like the thing where this thing just can mutate like deer like into something. Yeah, it's like a really? symbiote, and it's like one big gigantic spread. I have three issue ones of that, and I never and uh, I never. Yeah, I still it read. It's very good. Yeah, but it's in the perspective of hope. 
the baby. So she's like, oh, yeah, uh, this happened and this happened. So cool. And I thought that that was a really cool thing. Yeah. So by you saying, oh, it's like a really different yes. different way of telling this perspective, I'm like, it's a fucking baby, isn't it? Because <laughs> that's what spread does. Cool. It's very good. Um, but, yeah, we also talked about Lazarus a little bit. We've had two people now write in. Um, so I'm going to have to read more. I read the first trade, and I thought it was good. Does that have right. anything to do with it's, the movie Lazarus that came out with that girl? I don't know what you're talking about. Was that the movie Lazarus? Uh, the girl from Tron. The Olivia program. Wilde. Yes. She was in a movie called Lazarus really? where she stuck a, a thing in her head and she came back from the dead when she was like the devil or something like that. What? No, I don't yeah. know. No? Sounds not very good. It's probably not very good, but that looks like it could be... Yeah, the cover of yeah. <laughs> issue one does kind of look like so, it. So, have you guys heard of something called Tokyo... Yes. Tokyo something? Yeah. What is it? Tokyo... Uh, I, I definitely have. So, Ryan, give us give us a lowdown on Lazarus. What's How is that? What's that about? You read the first trade? Yes, it was a couple months ago. I'm trying to remember here. Um, it was very... Um, I hate to say, but like kind of Hunger Games in a way, it kind of reminded me of, where there's different sections and oh. class divisions and everything like that, but way more adult than Hunger Games. Um, but there's a lot to it, and I'm not doing it justice, but it has to do with... Um, uh, uh, warring uh, uh, families and how um, basically she can get you know, the main character gets shot up and dies and can come back and I think there's more than one person for each family that can have that ability mm. and it's very like yeah just warring families in the future where there's a lot of class structure and you're either a like peasant or extremely rich and interesting and it's I mean it's still doing really well and I keep seeing new issues out frequently so it's still going um intriguing though i'm interested it sounds like you're super into saga though like if there's yeah, one thing that saga like, is awesome yeah if there's one thing right now um like mm. i said i did try out some shutter that was interesting it was kind of cool because i wanted to get a feel for it before that issue 25 um one with uh invincible in it i have sex criminals downloaded but i haven't read it yet and i've heard good things about that bill do you know what sex criminals is no i feel like you'd be into that well <laughs> I mean, it's the premise of Sex Criminals is there's um, the main character, and this is just me going off by, by what I remember. The main character can stop time and do anything or whatever, including commit no, sex no, 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 crimes. No, the only time she could stop time is mid orgasm. Huh. And so, say she's going to rob a bank during this time in which time stopped, and she runs into another guy who's also able to stop time. Via orgasm. Yes. And it might be about their hijinks. I'm not sure. I haven't read it. <laughs> um, but both that and um, Deadly Class were um, uh, Greg Miller recommendations. So I've heard about them through him. And Deadly Class was kind of cool. It was a very much... It was kind of like Wanted. Uh, there's a kid who's... Um, I only read the first issue, but there's a kid who's um, kind of homeless, living on the streets, and he gets brought into a school full of hitmen children. So this is like where you're trained to be hitmen. What is this called? Deadly Class. Hmm. And um, I this thought that like was Kingsman really cool. too. Yes, very Kingsman or Wanted. Um, yeah, Fish. that whole thing. Yeah. Yep. TJ, you were reading Trees. Weren't you? No, no. Jason Howard? Who read Trees? I, had, I thought you read Trees. Nope. I have the first few issues so of Trees. So do I. Maybe I haven't you, read it either. No? 
Maybe I told you I bought it, but I, I have I never actually. You guys should catch up. up on trees before um, talking about Wolfman, which yeah. that that episode is going to be out That's soon. Be I think. Me and Bill are going to be uh, um, going over that over Wolfman. That's going to be fun. I'm excited soon. to re you know recap on Wolfman. It's been a while since Experience, I read it. I'm going to read it again. Yeah. The one comic that I read that, that I completely fell in love with, even more than Saga, um, that I'm obsessing over right now, is called Descender. Um, and it's about, uh, like, a, basically, there's, like, a galaxy, just like, you know, kind of like ours. Is it, it has a whole bunch of different planets. Is it here, or is it... No, it's, 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 it's in far, a... Is it it's far, is it far away? Yes, exactly. Okay. So, there's a whole bunch of different planets. Um, gigantic, so they have, like, you know, androids on, on these planets and everything, and, and like, they're, nor- they're a normal thing. Then, all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, gigantic... Planets like Galactus-sized robots, um, or yeah, ro- Galactus-sized like robots show up on these planets and attack the planet, and they don't know where the robots came from. Um, they ended up surviving it, but just in case, they outlawed all androids and they started killing off androids. It's very Animatrix. Yeah, and uh, so ten years goes by, and a little boy android named Tim, twenty-one wakes up and it's a it follows his story and it's about him surviving and he has emotions he can feel pain um and it's it's just him you know but there there's so much depth to the story there's a lot of characters there are people that are trying to protect him um it's only 15 issues in right now but it's it's amazing it's very emotional um it's got a lot of action in it too maybe not as much as like invincible but it's it's it does have action in it what is it called again it's called descender it's awesome. It's very, 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 very good book. It's like my new obsession right now. It sounds like a like a I don't want to say cliche kind of story where it's like, you know, technology takes over, technology is outlawed, and then here's this piece of technology that you like. You know what I mean? Or that's like yeah, the main I mean, character yeah, or something along I mean, those lines. What makes what makes the comic is is the fact that it's the main character is basically a little boy. Like you forget that he's a robot. Um and that's what kind of makes it so emotional. Yeah. This other one that I wanted to read, the, the Tokyo, it's Tokyo Ghost, and it's the Isles of Los Angeles 2089. Humanity is addicted to technology, a population of unemployed leisure seekers, blissfully distracted from toxic contamination, who borrow, steal, and kill to buy their next digital fix. Um, so, I mean, I've heard really good things. It's 12 books in to it. I think they've got volumes out now, like up to volume two. So it would be like, what, 12 issues mm-hmm. or 12, 14 issues? Mm-hmm. Um, so it launched like a year ago, but the art looks really cool. I have no idea what it's about other than that, but it's just one of those things where like, you know, the, the cover of it when it launched looked super interesting to me. Cool. So that might be something that, um, TJ, I saw where you were scrolling. Did you read Paper Girls? No, I have the first trade, but I haven't started it yet. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, I know. I've heard a lot of really, really good things about it. Um, that's also Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's an awesome one too. Looking forward to reading Um, that. Wait, Brian K. Vaughn? Did Saga. Saga. And really? Why the Last Man. Yeah, really? Which we read, yeah. That's... Oh. Well, now I'm definitely going to read Saga. Because <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Why the Last oh, Man. Oh, and what was the uh, one-shot thing that he did? Reborn? Yeah, Reborn. I with, read um, that. No, that was Mark Miller. And Brian K. Vaughn. Mm, was it? Mark Miller and uh, Greg Capullo. No, nope, you're right. It's Mark Miller. I'm, I'm I'm wrong. It is not Brian K. Vaughn. You're right. It is Mark Miller and Greg Capullo. Um, you have The Violent? Hmm? You have no, that? no, no, no. This is just on the oh. image app. Yeah. 
I, I met the uh, artist and the um, and the writer of that, and that's an awesome. That's another awesome, um, awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. while we're talking, talk about that. The Violent is an, an awesome book too, and it's it's very like. Uh, I mean, it's not like everything we talk about here is like is all very kind of like sci-fi ish. Mm-hmm. This isn't at all. It's about you know takes place in the Bronx and about a guy who's like trying to get his life together, um, and it's very like. Like not a mobster movie, but kind of, you know what I mean? It has Noir. that kind of yeah, Noir-ish. it has that kind of feel. Yeah, very very good book. And the um, the artist or the um, the writer is a very good guy, and the artist is awesome. Really yeah. really cool guy. He did uh, one of my um, sketch cards. He did Robin. He did Damian Wayne Robin. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think we just went through a lot of options for people to check out, and we'll be sure to talk more about other comics and everything like that, because it seems like people want to hear that, um, whether it's because you want to find something new or you want to share something that you're currently reading. So, yeah, keep writing in with other stuff, and we'll absolutely talk about more. Yeah. The idea is to find find something that is as... Compelling. Compelling, but and, and also, like, just... You don't have to read anything else, you know what I mean? As Invincible. Right. Yeah, and that's you pretty know. much everything we just named. I don't think right. anything that we just named was... Stuff from Image, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, because there's nothing really from Marvel or DC that's not... It's just a one-shot that's not part of, like, the bigger fucking yeah. universe. I wish I can read Marvel stuff. Here's the thing, though. The thing is, like, I understand that because Batman is so big, especially Image people, you know, don't really tend to go that direction um but batman is so good man like i, I believe I'm, really it. I'm, sure I'm a it fan is. but like it's yeah. so good yeah i i so so riddle me this then oh are, sorry are, speaking of i have american alien coming in the mail too i'm really excited to finish reading that because i only read the first yeah issue. you know one other thing is you brought Whoa. up green valley um yeah was green max, valley was awesome max, uh landis and one other thing that I, I was i was hoping you would bring up green valley oh. so that that could lead me into something that i'm watching on tv right now well, we'll get into that in a second bill go ahead and finish I was just going to say, since we're on the topic of, like, other comic books that are very good, mm-hmm. can... TJ, are you caught up on The Walking oh Dead? Oh, my gosh. No, I have them all, but I'm... Uh, you, you've had... You, this has been the exact same right. thing you said for the last three but years. I I've was had planning them all. It literally well, has I, been three listen, years. Listen, no, it hasn't. I was planning... I was... I even told you this over the summer. I said, September 1st, I'm going to have about a month to catch up before the new season. Not that I'm... I mean, I'm, pa- I'm caught up way past, you know... The yeah. new season, but I wanted to be completely yeah, almost caught up. Though. Then <laughs> the September up to you. September third, we had an interview with Ali, and he said, "Try more image shit." Yeah. Now I I know I like Walking Dead, so Walking Dead is image, but I know that I like Walking Dead. I wanted to expand my horizons, yeah. so that's kind of where I I I fell off on reading that. But um, so yeah, you're just I'm gonna, gonna be doing that. So what you're saying is you're just gonna do whatever Ryan Ali tells you to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Walking Dead has been pretty good. Walking Dead is, quote... The most recent issue was probably the best issue since, like, before Negan. Definitely. It's the best issue since Negan. Since before Negan. So what do you guys think of the season premiere? I didn't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't watch the show. You don't watch it? All right, so we'll get into that when we get into some TV stuff. What, um... Yeah, but this, I, I sent you a page. Well, we can't, we can't was, do anything yeah, with, with spoilers it, because TJ hasn't fucking watched it. But the new issue, or read it. the new issue of the Walking Dead, you haven't watched yeah. Walking Dead. The new you don't issue, have to spoil anything. Yeah. The new issue talk about it. was very good. 
Um, I'm excited for what Walking Dead is currently doing in the comics because I feel like it's been a little muddled lately and it's been a little hard to kind of distinguish what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now it seems like there's some, you know... Kirkman wrote himself into a bit of a corner, though, by creating three different communities with all these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's so hard to, like, get connected Mm -hmm. to to these... but, But, I mean, finally, dude... You don't, you don't even... He doesn't even know. And I'm it's interesting, though. It's he inter- doesn't even know. It's interesting to know, though, that I'm 30, I'm 30 issues behind, and there are still three communities. Well, I kind of winced at when he said that, because there really... I don't think that... that, that I'm not upset about no, knowing no, no, that. It's not, not like a spoiler not or anything, like that, but, but that's interesting. There's, it's more than just three communities now. It's it's a little bit different than that, but whatever. There's there's But the but it stands. There's many people. There's a lot of people in the comics. And it's, and it's not like... The small knit group where you cared about every single person, and then this person could die this week. Like it's not like that anymore. It is kind of amazing to think about how we knew every single person's name, and there was like five of them. Dude, I can't even fucking tell you characters now that I'm yeah. supposed to know. I thought like, like that. Someone will die, and it'll be like, and I'm like, who the was fuck that? Was that? Who People that are crying. There's a funeral. The whole issues about this, and I'm like, I feel bad that I don't I even know who this person is. I know right now. But that being said, the story that's going on, it's very good. It's mm-hmm. it's. I'm I'm excited about Walking Dead for the first time since the governor, since like cool. Woodbury. Good. And I and, and Negan never really made me feel like that excited. He made me about feel it. yeah, he did. He he did. But for maybe me. I'm just forgetting because there was so much boring Alexandria bullshit. Like <laughs> and warning for people who watch the um, show, and I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's bullshit. you're in for a fucking boring ass ride if if they're gonna follow the comic book which they don't exactly so um, do you think they're gonna do does he even know about no he, he doesn't, doesn't. He knows I'm, right, I'm knows, right before knows, the big thing and I have no idea what it is no he doesn't know about that much <laughs> yeah after all that war yeah anyways, yes. anyways. I'm, I'm two issues uh, so just read three issues right now come yeah. back and join us and then I can I'm say I'm two issues away from finishing all that war yeah what a place to stop anyways did you read Green Valley Bill I have no idea what that is. Okay, you would really like it. It's Did a you... single issue comic. Well, it's not. It's an ongoing comic, but there's one. It's issue It's only going to be like eight issues, but yes, yeah. it, it, the first issue is out, and it's done by Max Landis, the guy who wrote um, American Alien Chronicle. Um, he he wrote what? He wrote American Alien, which is a Superman um, miniseries. comic book miniseries, and then he wrote and direct, the movie? I think directed the movie. The movie no, he didn't Chronicle. Direct Chronicle because the then he wrote, Chronicle then he wrote, did okay. Fantastic Four, and now he's oh yeah, yeah yeah. So he wrote Chronicle, um, which was an awesome movie. I did read um, Green Valley. Uh, it was good. Um, you know, uh, what made it was the humor. It was very, very funny. Yeah. Um, other than that... Um, I'm intrigued. We, I'm it's, excited it's, for it's, it's, it's the first issue. Exactly. Yeah. You got you to gotta watch um, more. What, uh... So are you going to say you're watching Dirk Gently? Yes. I have not watched it yet, Fucking but I hear it's awesome. so good. Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic Detective, Detective Agency. Agency. It's, it's, it's really funny. Elijah Wood, who I... Really like Elijah Wood in comedies. Who did Wilfred? Mm-hmm. Wilfred was so good. It was so funny, and um, and with this, it's I mean it's on BBC. It's got very um, Billy. You would love this. It's uh, it's the Brit British very, show, right? Very British. Yeah, British humor. I mean, you and I love British humor. We liked um, Spaced, which is one of the probably the best one of the best shows uh, comedy shows I've ever seen. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome so far. Yeah, so basically, it's, it's, a, it's very. It's very humorous, and it reminds me a lot of, like, um, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes a little bit. But, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I just listened to a uh, Nerdist interview with um, Elijah Wood and the other main 
actor, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard, I've heard a lot of really good things about it, um, so I was excited to check that out, yeah. Um, but since we've strayed into TV, without spoiling for Bill, unless he doesn't care... I don't care. In fact, I YouTubed it and read oh, okay. it. Okay. Like, because I was curious as to what they were going to do. I hate people like you. I oh, hate you. Why? I hate you. Because I don't like the fucking. You're show never going to catch garbage. Up. It no, is garbage. But I, fucking, I mean, you just said that it's garbage. <laughs> it Why garbage. the fuck am I going to waste my time watching right. it? This so, is this is this is. So this let, is let, us let, talking let, about let, Walking Dead, and we don't actually have to get into spoilers. We could just say what you thought of it. Uh, I, I mean, if Bill doesn't care and he knows, I mean, I do know. We're making an announcement that we're probably going to mention a couple names here so if this is coming out in two weeks and honestly odds are if, if you, you care you if you didn't it. if you didn't if you were trying to avoid it could be it, people catching up though if you're trying to spoilers avoid it, but here's the thing if you are trying to avoid it i would be shocked if it wasn't ruined for you true i mean it was all over facebook like the second it happened you yeah. know what i mean people shouting out the name yeah so okay me and ryan are i think I actually, I actually think that we are the definition of, um, of insane, <laughs> insanity. Is you know, I, Smallville. We watched ten seasons of Smallville, and we thought just thought it was okay, but we continued to watch it because we got that Man, far it got into so it. So bad too. It got really bad, but we continued the entire. But the I don't do that anymore. Seasons. I gave we, up on a lot. of I shows. feel like I uh-huh. am still doing that with Walking Dead. I haven't, I haven't finished Dexter for that reason. Yeah, Dexter. You got didn't bad. finish Dexter? No, I got bad. I feel I don't know why, but as soon as I reached like a certain age, I stopped giving a shit about yeah. things well, that that's I like didn't care about. Flash and Arrow. I stopped watching. I them. stopped watching Flash too. Oh, I know. Doesn't that hurt a little bit? I've been Flash saying it. Good. I said it since the beginning. Flash was so good. It was so fucking good, and I hate TJ, which is why I didn't want to admit it. But, but there's I, other shows right now that I love, and we're Last gonna get man on Earth. We're gonna get into those. Not so much. It's okay. What it's the okay. fuck? I still watch right, every episode. Well, let's get. Let's not. Like we're really we're going like know, to know, one TV know, show to the next TV show, so Walking Dead. Um, we continue. I can. I feel like I am kind of like on the Smallville train there. That it's like I don't know why I'm still watching it, but I'm this far in. I I read the comics, so I continue to watch it, and I don't really like it other than the first episode. With that being said, the season premiere episode was. Other than the first episode, the first episode that I could say that I thought was a very, very good episode and kind of got me excited a little bit. Really? Yeah. I, I loved it. And I know a lot of people are bitching and complaining about it, but I thought it was genius what they did. Mm-hmm. I agree. I actually agree. I think that it was... Um, it felt a little long. I'm absolutely 100% happy with who died and how it happened because we talked about it with several people and... Several different, you know, ways it could happen, but none of us talked about that it could be that. None of us talked about it that it could go that way, and I think that is what what made it was the fact that you know all summer people were like, are they going to follow the comic or are they not going to follow think, the comic? Do you think they do you think that it was always the first person, and then they were like, you know what, we got to please the fans. When, when they when they killed off the first person, I'm like, it was that character was was just big enough yeah. in the show to make you believe make that you go, that's that it, it. Yeah. and I'm like. Okay, and well, when it happened, I, I, I like, expected that to happen, yeah, exactly. and then he turned around and started hitting the other person in the head. I'm like, oh shit! So that, that was smart because yeah, that's really something smart. I didn't see coming. Right, and that's because no. I watched it on YouTube because I was curious uh-huh. as to what they were going to do, and I thought that that was really smart misdirection. Yes, it was. Like, that was very Bravo good. To them. They, and that's they actually Kirkman. did it. I bet you a million dollars. Kirkman was like, it. you know what we should fucking do? We should do this. I'd be like, holy shit, and then fucking actually I don't, do this. I don't think we'll ever find out, but I. Would love to know whether or not that was the plan from the beginning because I doubt it. 
Um, yeah, I think that they were gauging the fans and seeing what I, people I were going to say. And so yeah. they had to do something creative, and this was they it. had that luxury to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? To yeah. set it up and be like, let's just sit back. and I listen. still don't think it was worth it. I still don't think that that was. I think that that yeah, was I a agree. bad season finale. Oh, so they bad. Shouldn't, shouldn't have done that. But I'm happy with this. I think that, like I was saying before, though, I feel like it was a little drawn out. Um, him driving away with Rick and everything like that felt a little odd and out of place and it felt like they were trying to stretch it out to be one episode so they yeah, didn't they need to pull it away. Yep. So it felt a little weird. Um, the axe being brought up several times, that misdirection was cool because I'm like, no well, way is this going to happen too. Well, he lost his arm in the comic, so maybe yep. they're going to so do it to comes, Carl. And he kept slamming the axe down on the table and you, making you jump a little and go, oh shit, he's going to do it. And then the whole Carl thing, like, oh. so That's why that right there is why I do not watch the show. Because they do things like that on purpose to make the fans of the comic excited about, oh my, are they finally going but, to but when they, when they mutilate this main when they've character? Done it, when they've done it in the past, it's been garbage. The way it was done in this episode was good. Yes, that's what I was going to say, Bill. It's okay. I, I'm okay with them going off of the comics a little bit and kind of, you know, making a point to reference the comics if it's good. If they do stuff like the governor and go, oh, well, maybe Andrew is going to be his lover. And it's like, no, but that's bad. But if they do stuff like this, this was actually done really good. And they've already said they're not going to cut off his hand in the in the show. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. So this was like, uh. Oh, and, then, and then it was like, oh, maybe that. And then I was like, oh, okay. Why? Why aren't they going to do it? Oh, they said budget reasons. They said because it becomes an issue Budget reasons? The they, this fucking no, show. I know. Like, I know. And then we've seen other shows in which they do it. What was it? Oh, but Game of Thrones, but still he has a metal hand, so they kind of get around it there. Um, metal hand. Oh, Jamie. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember that was supposed to happen the same season as it was supposed yeah. to happen in Walking and Dead? That, and then we were like, yeah. they could do it in fucking Game of Thrones! Yeah. Like, oh. here, here's, here's why I mostly don't like The Walking Dead. First of all, how was Negan? How was Jeffrey Dean Morgan? As... The reason why I didn't, I wasn't going to like Negan on screen on, a, on an AMC show is the, the fact swearing. that... That what fucking makes fucking Negan fucking Negan is the fact that every other word is is the F word or like and a swear this is, word. This is, Mike Barrett's yelling Obviously at his, they couldn't do his that. radio right or his radio. Wow, his car radio or whatever, um, his phone right now because uh, you can listen to an unedited version of that. I didn't know that. So there are the DVDs on, on YouTube and stuff like that. You can watch the uncensored version. It's and just he, like Breaking and Bad, it, and it is like that. I didn't know. Yeah, it's but just it, like... but it's not bleeped out. Wasn't Breaking Bad bleeped? No. Yeah, on TV, but you no. Could... But that's what I mean. I think they had to. They had to film separate scenes where he's swearing, and then make that the DVD version. Right. Mm, no, the Breaking Bad though. They had the first couple of episodes out, and they didn't know who was going to pick it up. They they were hoping for like an HBO mm-hmm. to pick it up. That's why there was swearing. So and then they they stopped that when they got picked up by AMC, yeah. and then they they stopped doing. The they swearing. still said fuck yeah. one. One time each season, really, and Breaking and Bad, it? and they bleep. I wish they. they I'd almost wish they bleep. I out fucked. Negan. Remember when Skylar was like, "I fucked." What's his name? Yeah, I don't know what his name. But yeah, but the thing manager. about Negan is 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 his his vocabulary mm-hmm. his wide his wide array. But it's also his demeanor and his ability to like have a nonchalant kind of way about how he does things but still be like a force to be reckoned like with. Now, did he do that? Another I reason. Like I feel like he's almost there. I don't think mm, it's quite I enough. thought he was there. Do I you? thought I I think the the one thing that I hate another well, another thing, another of the many things that I don't like about the show is I think the acting is just terrible. I think Rick is 
Andrew Lincoln, I think I don't like him we at all. We thought that from season I one. I don't like him at all. We thought that from I think one. most of the actors, I, I don't think it's very good. But like Negan, Negan, I think now is like the best actor on the show, and I've only seen one episode with him in it or two. I think he was cool. Very very cool. Yeah. Um, have either of you been watching Westworld? No. I don't have a I still haven't caught up on it. I've only watched the first half of the first episode. That is an incredible show, and I think you would like it a lot. Is it Jurassic Park with Cowboys? It is Jurassic Park meets Red Dead Redemption. Like, not not Jurassic Park meets a Western. It's Jurassic Park meets Red Dead Redemption because it's very video game, and it's awesome, and you would really like it. I've heard amazing things about it. Yeah, I feel like you need to come over and watch it or something because I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, What else? What other shows have you guys been watching? Anything? Me and Katie have been watching This Is Us. That's pretty good. I'm enjoying that. Um, That's like another... Um, what's a show? <coughs> Excuse me. Parenthood. Liz watched Parenthood. Katie watched that too. Is it Parenthood? Probably. Yeah, I think so. That had the dad from Incredibles in it. Yeah. That that show, the, the tones of them feel very... Similar. Like similar, yeah. like super similar. The, so. the writing in This Is Us is awesome. It's yeah. really good. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a um, like a Seventh Heaven, yeah, or a Modern no. Family. No, par- but it doesn't even feel like a Modern Family or like yeah. I don't even know if it feels like Parenthood because I watched some Parenthood, but it's very like they do a really good job with misdirection. It's not what you think a mm-hmm. lot of the time, and they do a really they they you know, it's they don't take the uh, the easy way out in a lot of the decisions they do and. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. But any movies lately? You guys seen any movies? I have not been to the theater oh, in forever. Oh, yes, I have. What have yes, you seen? The one that um, Otley suggested us to watch. Because you have you to do everything it? Yes. that Otley Because says. you do what he says to do. Exactly. Uh, Ryan, if you're listening, I... Suggest something ridiculous and <laughs> for teaching. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh God! I'll do it. Unless it's unless it's like you know something that involves me in a way that it involves you. Yeah, that, that I, I wouldn't okay. uh, agree to. Go go on, TJ. We asked him if he had seen any movies recently that he liked, and he said "Don't Breathe." He thought was awesome. So I saw that. Is it on? It's on Vumu. It is now. I didn't see it on Vumu, but I saw it on. And actually, I actually paid money and saw it legally, you know, as that goes. Uh, it was very good. Very, very, very good. And, you know, a lot of people say the one thing that I hear about that movie before I saw it was everyone's like, oh, you know, everybody says that it's not a horror or it, it's being advertised as a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. Yeah, but it was kind of a horror movie. Like it was hmm. it was f- fucking scary at times. It was awesome it's all mostly takes place completely in the dark obviously it's about a um these kids who break into this guy's house he's uh he's blind um and they try to steal you know he they find out that he's got like a million dollars somewhere in his house and they break in and then the guy who is blind ends up being fucking crazy and like locks all locks them all in in his house and it's about him like trying to find them but i mean again he's blind that's kind of the Mm-hmm. The gist of the movie, but it's it's very very scary movie. Really so, really well written, well written, well written, well written. Yeah, it was well written. Walt Whitman. <laughs> so it was no. very Walt Whitman. So without giving away too much, and I feel like this is a smart movie when a movie does this. Who's the villain? Because these these kids are the burglars that broke into this guy's house. So I feel like you're almost rooting for him to be like fuck these kids. But then it turns but then around. It turns and he's around. Crazy. No, he's one hundred percent the villain. Okay. 
He, his voice, like how he acts, reminds me so much of um, uh, Freddy Krueger. Mm. That's how, that's the kind of the feel feel of the movie too. So, I saw Lights Out recently. Oh yeah, so did I. Yeah, with Liz, and it once it started within the first five minutes in the like the mannequin factory or the factory. Mm-hmm. Liz and I were literally we were watching it at ten o'clock at night, and we were like, um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't watch this before we go to bed. And we fucking watched it, and that fucking movie was very good. It was it was very terrifying. Uh, I thought the scary parts were yeah, it was very terrifying. scary. The movie very in scary. itself, like the story, was a little weird. Yeah, I didn't really uh, care for that. Okay. But, but from like a horror movie standpoint, it scared. It scared. When us. she woke up in the middle of the night and looked up, and there was just a figure not moving, scratching the floor. No, that. But yes. no, just the figure just standing there, not moving. Nope. And then she turns the light off, and then the figure's not there. Ryan is and then she turns the light on, and the figure's there again. Yeah. She turns the light off, and the figure's like gone. It's like right in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. Goosebumps. That that kind of shit is what makes the movie scary. Like it's yeah. not like the story and no, all the that story stuff, was bad. But yeah, it was like who uh, it was in her head, and the mom. Yeah. It was spoiler. The spoiler. I'm about to spoil. Shoots herself in the head. I didn't really like get it. That's you know? what I didn't. Yeah. But it was it was like cool things like the cops that were in the house. Like every time they would shoot at the thing, because of the the muzzle flash, like it would disappear. But then it would be closer because mm-hmm. it couldn't it couldn't like be in the light, but it could be in the dark. It was yeah. it was scary. It was wow. very scary. Me and Jess saw that movie. You and Jess went to Regal. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, so. TJ, you have to get to work soon, so yep. we're going to start wrapping this up. I'm going to bring it back to Invincible a little bit um, as we wrap up. First things first, uh, soon, maybe, yeah, next episode should be our New Reader Volume 6. Um, in which should the, be. Yeah, in which Brittany and Liz uh, will have read Conquest, so that's really exciting. Bill, can you give any kind of tease of what Liz thought of the Conquest fight without giving too much... Because you know she read up to that point. So it started with the Invincible War. Yep. Which was nuts. And then, like, it got into, like, some of the repairing stuff. And all of a sudden, Conquest comes out of nowhere. And I I think I was sitting next to Liz the entire time. And it, the thing that sucks is that it only took her, like, f- I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating, like, five minutes to get through the whole Conquest arc. <laughs> she went way too fast. No, dude, but that's how long it takes because it's just a big, long action sequence. Like, if you yeah, think I about mean, it... it's really only, like... Oh, the I action know. sequence part of that is only... Maybe I know, it's hard, yeah, it's hard maybe, to maybe stop. Maybe it, it, was, it was, like, ten minutes, maybe. I know. But it's still, like... It, it, that was, like, five months for us, oh, dude. I know. And I it know. was, like... like the, so, so when she was done with it, she, like, when Eve got the thing to the thing and like it or she had all the right reactions like it was perfect oh and i'm excited for her to talk about it yeah um but it was exciting for me to like finally because that's the thing mm-hmm. that's like conquest is like what you want people to read when they're reading invincible yeah. and i got to exp- i got to watch her cool yeah cool i'm excited we'll be uh talking to them about that and going over uh hardcover volume six uh on the next episode um i got something in the mail have you guys seen these eight things yet Yes. The Invincible Mini Mates. Didn't you, wasn't it you that showed it, showed them to me? Or you just got these recently? I just got these, like, yesterday. Oh, I have, oh you know where I've seen these? On the uh, Invincifans site. Oh, really? Yeah. They, um, they're actually, First of uh, all, what's a Mini Mate? It looks like a Lego. It's kind of like a, they're just guys. They, they're not like a Lego set where there's actually blocks and everything. They're just people. Oh. Um, but they, uh, these were actually featured in an episode of Walking Dead. They were on, uh, like, at one point, Carl yeah, goes Carl's into a kid's room. The, yep, on the table. Yeah. So when were these released? Then I think a while ago. Really? Yeah. So they're kind of neat. Now, as we're sitting here playing with these, 
Halloween is going to be a couple days after we this episode this. goes live, even. Yeah, oh, yeah. and, and as we, we record it. Yeah, we record it. Yeah. Um, these were released in 2013, Bill. Wow. So, um, wait, oh, shit. Did you just rip Alan in half? I ripped him right in half. So, uh, yeah, there's a mini-mate of Nolan, Mark, Alan, and Eve. And um, But anyways, like I said, Halloween is coming up. If you could think, say all the Invincible characters got together, they're all friends, everybody's good, villains, heroes, people who are dead, everybody's back, everybody's happy, and they're all going to a Halloween party. What would some of them dress up as? I, that's a really tough question. Like, what do you see Alan dressing up as for Halloween? I don't know. The only thing that I can think of Alan that he enjoys is those worm things that he eats. The, uh... What are they called? Zerlax? Sar- Sar- oh, crap. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. I picture I mean, Alan being kind of like a Frankenstein. I could see him going as Frankenstein. Yeah, I could yeah. see him going as a Frankenstein. These are really cool. I think, um... I think... Rexplode would have to be Spider-Man. Probably. Just because the way he always shoots is the Spider-Man kind of yeah. pose. I don't know. I was just thinking about that earlier, and I was like, I wonder... Anybody who's dressing up as an Invincible character, <laughs> uh, email that to us. We'd there's like a guy... Oh, yeah, with pictures. There's a guy on Instagram who made a costume... Um, over the summer, and it's awesome. I have yet to see an amazing I saw, costume. I, uh, yeah, this one's pretty good. I saw a, um, there was one that Otley posted uh, at Fan Expo. Yeah. He it, po- and I'm actually in the background <laughs> in a line, like, and I'm just like, I completely photobombed it. I would, but uh, <laughs> but it was uh, Invincible, um, Omni-Man, and uh, You're in Kid that picture? Yeah, You're yeah, in that in picture? picture? Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. So... I think that does it for us, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, remember, you can write to us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on Facebook, Twitter. What else am I thinking of? Uh, I mean, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Oh, yeah. You can find us out there. Uh, leave us the a review uh, uh, on the App Store. Not that on the App Store. Leave us a review on iTunes uh, on the podcast and let us know what you think. Write in. Give us suggestions. Remember, we've got the new reader coming up soon. We've got astonishing, astounding Wolfman coming up soon. Astonishing Wolfman. Um, is it astonishing or astounding? Is it astounding? It might be astounding. We're bad. We're it's not, astounding. We're not even fans. It's astounding. Oh my god. And um, yeah, happy Halloween, everybody, and we will see you around. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.